Hello, kings and queens. So in this episode, I'm going to share a quick story with you that will introduce a different perspective on how to go about looking at our struggles, our pain, our suffering in our lives in a lot more empowering way. Because one way to look at it is that our pain and suffering is pointless. And another way to look at it is that our suffering is not only giving us exactly what we need, but it's also giving us exactly what we asked for. Do you ever have the feeling of knowing there's more for you, more of you to step into, more of you to become, more of you to give, more impact to have, more untapped potential for you to live into and create from? I share the same feeling. So how do we close the gap between who we are and who we want to become? How do we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be? How do we close the gap between our current reality and our envisioned potential? It's time to step out of autopilot and live into purpose. Welcome to Purpose Mastery, a podcast for conscious leaders who are committed to showing up fully and giving their unique gifts to the world. I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Isaac Kaufman. I'm a coach, a creator, and a man on a mission to support leaders on their journey of stepping further into their authentic nature and living their life purpose. Our goal with the show and company is to introduce you to the people, the ideas, and the insights that will help you rise up into living your fullest potential. Some of the questions we'll be exploring here are, what does living an authentic, heart-centered, purpose-driven life look like? And why even bother? How do we come to know our purpose? And what can we do about it? How do we integrate and embody stronger and higher parts of ourselves in our day-to-day -day life? How does living a life of authenticity, growth, passion, and contribution lead to living a life of connection, meaning, purpose, and fulfillment? And a whole lot more. Welcome home to your authentic nature. Welcome to Purpose Mastery. So I was watching a documentary on Marine Corps training and part of the training, the Marines have to give themselves tear gas. So the instructors will give the trainees tear gas or a mask rather for the tear gas and will have them go into a large room that's filled with tear gas where they will then all stand in the room with their mask on before eventually taking it off, gassing themselves before leaving the room. So the instructors, they give them very simple, specific instructions. And they told them to, or they told them what to expect. They give them the mask. They tell them you're going to go, you're going to keep this mask on in the room for X amount of minutes. Then the instructors tell them after X amount of minutes, we will then, we being the instructors, will then signal an alarm noise, which will be their cue, the trainees, to take their mask off. The instructor then tells them, so you'll stand in the room with your mask off for X amount of minutes, gassing yourself. <laughs> then we will sound off a second alarm, which will be your cue, the trainees, to step out of the room to go outside where they can get fresh air, water, and basically recover. And it's a pretty terrible sight to see these young men stepping out of the gas room, coughing, choking. It, it, it looks like their eyes are about to 
bulge out of their skull. But after they get some fresh air and some water, they're eventually fine, and they, they recover fine in a fairly short amount of time, maybe 30 minutes. So the instructors then said something really interesting. He said, putting these trainees through something like this may seem cruel and pointless at first glance, but there's a reason and a purpose for all of this. He said there's three main things that the trainees learn from doing this. He said the first thing is that it helps them build trust and confidence in their equipment. Trust and confidence in their equipment. He said these Marines, when they're out there in a real life scenario, they're gonna have a lot of equipment. And if they don't trust their equipment, 100% they will panic. And if they panic, they are going to put themselves and many others at risk. So learning to trust their equipment. The second thing he said was that it helps them build trust and confidence in us, their leaders, their instructors, right? He said, we gave them very specific instructions we told them what to do. We told them what not to do. We gave them time frames. We honored that time frame. We assured them that they would be okay. We assured them that their mask would work. They are okay. Their mask did work. We told them what to expect. He said it's crucial that they learn to trust us, their leaders, because when we're out there in real life, lives depend on trusting your leaders. He then said the third and most important thing is that it helps build trust and confidence within themselves within themselves, that, that they can learn that they can get through something individually and as a unit, which may even seem torturous and impossible. So he wrapped by saying, so we don't put these trainees through this for nothing. It's crucial that they learn to have full faith, confidence, and trust in their equipment, in their leaders, and in themselves, because they are going to need that full faith, trust, and confidence in the next stages of their training and of their evolution on the battlefield and in life. So if we relate this to you, right? Are you currently going through a difficult time right now, right? We can have difficult times that last three days, three months, three years, whether it's, it's just a moment or a season or a chapter of our life, does the pain and suffering you're enduring seem a little pointless to you? And it's usually when we see our hardship as being pointless is when it causes us even more pain, right? And, you know, exercising is a great example of this. So when we work out, we feel sore the next day, but we say it's a quote unquote, a good sore because we know our body is being strengthened. But if we did not work out and our body felt sore and wasn't strengthening, then we would say that that's a bad type of sore, right? We would hate it. We would even resent it because it would be pointless suffering. But the soreness that comes from exercise, we at least get to reap the benefits. So it's a lot more tolerable. And on some level, that soreness even feels good because we know that it's benefiting us, right? So back to you of what are the benefits that you either already have learned or may come to learn of your past or current hardship, right? Remember the story of these Marines and how their hardship taught them to deepen the trust and confidence within their equipment, within their leaders and within themselves, preparing them for the next stages. 
So what is your hardship deepening and strengthening within you? What is your hardship revealing to you? How is your hardship preparing you for the next stage? And maybe it's not clear yet. And that's, of course, perfectly fine. It's usually when we've made it out of the storm and can reflect back is usually when we can gather the helpful lessons learned and move on. But right now, reflect back on a time in your life when you were going through some hardship. And I bet you could tell me something about what you gained from that, what it taught you, and how it helped you grow and prepare for future success. I bet you could share something about that. So remind yourself of what you overcame in the past, what it taught you. Remind yourself of those things because that will quicken the discoveries that you want now in the present. It'll quicken those discoveries that you can apply now. So we don't want to wait until the hardship is over before we can reflect back on the storm to learn what it is that we need to learn. Sometimes we can gather that in the middle of it. Sometimes we can gather what we need to know in the middle of that storm. It just takes a little curiosity. There's a really great quote by Morgan Freeman, who I think everyone loves, from the movie Evan Almighty. And Morgan says to another character, if someone prays for patience, does God give them patience or does he give them an opportunity to be patient? If someone prays for courage, does God give them courage or does he give them an opportunity to be courageous? Then he says, if someone prays for their family to be closer, does God zap them all with warm, fuzzy feelings or does he give them an opportunity to love each other more? And I love that quote because I feel like it highlights how all of our experiences are simply an opportunity to develop something within us. So I encourage you to keep asking yourself the question, what is my hardship deepening and strengthening within me? What is my hardship revealing to me? What is my hardship preparing me for? Like the story of the Marines, is it strengthening your faith, your trust, your confidence in anything, in anyone, or even yourself? Whatever those answers are, whatever those answers are for yourself, I suspect that you'll discover a heightened sense of confidence, a renewed sense of confidence of just how capable and powerful you truly are. <laughs>